tonight's episode, Murder by the Numbers. Hey, did you know that you could help support our future projects and let everyone know you're a fan of what we do? Check out our print-on-demand store. We have a tab here on YouTube. When you click on it, you can choose from a bunch of different items. We have shirts and posters and coffee mugs. Click on the one you like. When you find the design you want to put on it, choose a color and a size if it's appropriate. And when you purchase these items, a portion goes to help fund our future projects. We really do appreciate your support. You get some cool stuff. When you get that stuff, post pictures here and on other platforms, and we'll hook you up next time you order from our gear website store. Thank you for your support of gunwebsites.com. at Radio Free America, and this is Uncle Sam with music and the truth until dawn. Right now, I've got a few words for some of our brothers and sisters in the occupied zone. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. <laughs> And welcome everybody to our daily gun show. Come to you live every weeknight at midnight Eastern, and we talk about guns for about an hour or so. And each night we have a focus. Each night we do something uh, on a topic. Our goal to go live every night is to accomplish some goals. We have a agenda here and. So to accomplish that each night, I'm trying to adjust all my stuff here. Each night we have a different uh, theme. So on Mondays, it's motivation and it's a uh, how-to, how to be a Second Amendment activist, how to use the software and the tools and uh, uh, how to work together with the community that we've got today in 2022. On Tuesdays, it's straight up 2A. We talk about uh, Second Amendment focused on uh, states, organizations, and individuals. On Wednesdays, we have a little fun. We talk about pop culture, guns in our uh, society, and of course, we have our tactical quiz. On Thursdays, it's travel and training, two of the things that are pretty crucial and important and things I dig uh, most about uh, being in the community. And then on Fridays, we look back at what other people have been doing for the week. We do this live. We do it live at midnight. My goal is to do an overnight show, sort of like what Art Bell used to do on the uh, talking about werewolves and aliens and stuff, except uh, talking about 2A and guns and stuff. So if you'd like to be part of that, consider subscribing to what we do. We have a Patreon account where we uh, people uh, give us a cup of coffee, maybe a lunch or something each month. And that accumulates and it allows us to work on what we do instead of having to uh, work on selling you things like new grip angles or red dots or anything else. So we appreciate that. And it's uh, we're able to, uh, to do shows like this one. So we do this live in the middle of the night for those reasons. It also lets us have the time slot to ourselves. We don't really have to worry about people going live at this hour and we can go long term. So the real the goal would be to go long uh, format each night and we'll do that at some point 
So for now, uh, we're going to say hey to the people that are joining us live. We do it at midnight, like I say, so we'd appreciate the people that do stay up to listen to the show. Woods was the first one to jump in. says, every week I have my guns is at least good. Glass half full, because you think he's referring to our poll each week. We have a poll, and it pretty much asks the same question at the beginning of the show. No votes for bad. So that's interesting. Uh, G23 is saying hey, and he was the first one. Second thumb up. Uh, I was letting everybody know Gizzard is going long. Uh, but Woods bought a 50 state book last week. Appreciate that. Thank you. And then Johnny is asking if we could touch on the Massachusetts case. No, I don't do that. Uh, I don't even know anything about it, for one. And I wouldn't be able to say nothing about it. And that's not what we do on this show. Uh, what we're doing here is we're saying uh, we're focusing on what other people have done this week, focused on Second Amendment. So uh, new shows and commentary and stuff like that is other people's realm and analysis of politics is definitely other people's realm. So, uh, yeah, I'm not going to be able to offer much for that for you tonight. But uh, let's see. We do the show. uh on Friday nights, what we're doing effectively is reading the description of the video because there's a whole bunch of links in here, and that's what we're essentially doing. However, the video description on YouTube is lame for a couple of reasons. It only gives us 5,000 characters, so I can't type everything I want in here, and I can't format it at all. So I have a couple of other places that we post this information, and that's a part of our goal, part of our agenda here is to share this information with as many people as possible on as many platforms as we're able to. So we podcast it like we're doing right now, or I guess we're going live to talk about the stuff that we've accumulated throughout the week. Then uh, talk about it, offer some commentary. We take the audio, turn that into a podcast. The video, of course, renders into a video. We put that video on a couple of different platforms. And then uh, we'll post the description of this over on Substack and uh, uh, on our blog. So that's what we're going to go check out is uh, Substack. Now nah, we'll take a look at the news. Nah, let's take a look at the blog again today. So I'm going to grab the blog. Uh, doo -doo. All right. So Roy's out there. And BH from NH, whoever that is, and then G23 is out there as well. So welcome, everybody. Uh, like I say, if I can get the thing to open here and go to the thing where the place is, then I can get this thing to open and... Okay, over here, let's do this now. Put this here, this way we've got the pole right here. And over here, we'll zoom this open. We'll zoom this in. And when we check it out on our blog, we got some formatting, we got some actual links, and we can put some images and stuff in there. So it makes it actually interesting to check out instead of being boring like the YouTube description. So essentially we're going through the YouTube description of this video but we're gonna do it on the screen here on the uh, blog, which is more interesting to look at. So this is the week of October 7th. 
Uh, that means Every Second Matters was this last week. Every Second Matters, of course, a campaign, an awareness campaign that's going on since 2013. And the goal is to do something uh, for this to uh, keep the awareness of the Second Amendment going through times when it's easy and times when it's boring. So uh, when we're... Uh, well, we had AMCON this weekend, or AMCON and GRPC this weekend, so I didn't do it every second matters. I don't know if anybody else did, uh, but there was other shows. I don't know if Gizzard did a show, um, but his show may have... I'm trying to get this thing to me in my face. I don't know if that's sounding good or not, but I don't really know if I like this any better, so I was adjusting my microphone here. Um, I might just put this thing back on my head. I'm trying to hang this thing in front of my head, so give me some feedback if the audio is any better or worse, or if you can even tell. Um, but I don't know if anybody had an Every Second Matters show, but there was some Every Second Matters posts. We'll talk about those. Um, but like I said, we didn't do that because the uh, Gun Rights Policy Conference was happening this weekend or last weekend, I guess. Uh, from what we could tell, about 200 people attended, 150 people in the room. Um, a little bit lighter on Sunday. We don't know for certain. The AMCON was that same weekend, and that had about 30 people that attended. Uh, you know, we uh, had a PA rally this last weekend, I think, also, or during the week, and we were told that 300 people attended that one. Uh, let's see, Every Second Matters, and then there's an Oregon Measure 114 that, uh-oh, what's his name? The dude that hangs out on Foss's show, uh, he posted about that, and then we've got... Um, I saw a post about uh, UPS sending out stuff to FFLs that they're not going to be uh, able to send things out to for repair. Like, you're not going to be able to send things out back and forth from repair through UPS. I don't know if I've seen that in the news anywhere. Uh, then we got the victory in New York, the temporary restraining order uh, granted for the GOA. So I rag on the GOA every once in a while for compromising, but you know what? They do things also all the time. So that's one of the things they did. We got Red October coming up. And since it's October, that's also Domestic Violence Awareness Month. So last month was suicide awareness. This month is domestic violence awareness. I've seen a couple of different things on the Instagram. I didn't do my Instagram show last week. Uh, I was going to do it this week, but I wasn't able to. So then we'll... Uh, um, probably do something uh, for, well, it'll be a long Instagram show, I guess, this week. Um, let's see. So that's sort of, sort of the bullet points for the week. That's what I'm going to call this beginning part as I start to do this more often. And I don't know. I didn't really write a summary for this week, mainly because I've been sort of busy. But, uh, you know, this is a week of, well, I guess it's a time of year for conclusions to... Uh, campaigns into projects into kind of the year's worth of efforts in a lot of ways. Of course, we got the elections coming up and we've got more events and things coming up, but a lot of people are starting to wrap up, starting to get ready for Christmas and that kind of stuff. So, and we've got lots of cycles that we have to deal with and lots of uh, motivation that's important to be aware of like you know self-motivation that's nobody else is going to do that stuff for us so um just i'm throwing that out there i also wanted to say uh, happy birthday to we don't do happy birthday days we do happy birthday months around here 
So happy birthday to a couple of people on the gun websites team. And I uh, also wanted to say thanks to the people that are supporting us and uh, just take a second to say um, it's a good time to, or good, maybe not this moment, depending on if they're sleeping or not. But next time you're around somebody that's uh, important to you, give them a hug, shake their hand, let them know how you feel. We don't have anything guaranteed, not to get it too somber, but I uh, wanted to start out the show a little bit. Well, not quite start the show up, but mention that at the beginning of the show. Uh, let's not take things for granted. And while we all have a lot of interests and uh, ambitions and goals, let's uh, also be aware of uh, enjoying the ride. All right, with that, all that said, I'm go back to see what everybody's saying out here. There's a lot of conversation going on. Smeggy's out there, good evening. Who was the best speaker at GRPC last weekend? That's a good question. I'll uh, star that one and we'll get back to that one. Uh, no possession of arms in Massachusetts, licensing denial, something or other. It was something yesterday to the First Circuit, major case way beyond anything. That's right, good to hear. Uh, I did one. It was mostly GRPC related. You're talking about a live chat. I think I remember seeing that. Misty, good evening. Ron Wayne, good evening. What state is everyone in? I'm in New Hampshire. Right on. Well, I appreciate it, BH. I'll put the star on your comment here. Like I say, I'm not really doing a live let's get together and, and complain about the news type of show, but we can uh, see how long it goes tonight, and I'll answer some of these specific questions later on, or at least give you my two cents on them. Uh, but I don't live in Massachusetts. We did do a Massachusetts show last week, but I tell you, that's about my awareness of Massachusetts. And I was taking notes, but I was not you know, absorbing it like some kind of a test or something. I don't live there, so I was only listening and, you know, be, being able to have a conversation, but I wasn't really trying to remember all the laws there. So, uh, um, but yeah, let's talk about the importance of various laws and stuff. That would actually be a super great discussion, but I'm going to dig in. So again, we have a lot of stuff to talk about this week. It's been a pretty good week. I uh, tried to summarize it here. There's some news and stuff. I'll let other people deal with that. Like I said, but um, when we know there's a rally going on, that's cool. There's some other stuff coming up. There's some decent events. The Rod of Iron Festival is coming up pretty quick, uh, or else it's right now. Um, there's TriggerCon. I already thought Gizzard was there. He'll be there tomorrow. I don't get it. I guess it's Friday and Saturday. I saw some people posting on Instagram about it this morning, so I guess I just assumed Gizzard was going to be up there for today. But uh, we'll see people uh, there, and that we've already seen, like, say, some stuff from there. Uh, we had the GRPC last weekend, and we'll see what the repercussions are from that. And uh, and I think I mentioned this, the Red October is coming up. We've got Clash Bash might be happening this weekend. And more shooting events, actually. I've seen quite a few shooting events and haven't decided if it's, well, I'm not going to be able to do it myself, but I haven't even decided if it's worth trying to encourage someone to list all the shooting stuff. The shooting sports, you know, that's a major undertaking. I don't even know if the shooting sports keep track of their own uh, calendars. That'd be a lot of effort. But on the other hand, it'd be really cool to see all the shooting sports stuff. So that being said, we're going to dig into the show. As I mentioned, there's uh, the podcast. There's the Substack if you want to read it over there. Uh, there's the blog, which is what we're looking at on the screen right now, the video itself, and then we have a newsletter. So if you'd rather get this kind of stuff uh, in the email, that's the way to do that. 
All right, let's dig in. I try to put the 2A news up here towards the top. Then we get to the gun news, you know, the stuff that's less 2A and just more gun related down towards the middle. And then we get into the radio shows that I think are worth listening to. And then those military interviews that I like listening to. I'm getting a lot out of those, really. And then I'll, at the end of the show, we'll talk about the stuff that we posted this week. So getting in here to the 2A stuff, I try to put it kind of in order of how 2A it is in the list because this week was so good, it's tough because there's a lot of good stuff. So answer your questions, full podcast of The Reload. So The Reload is this podcast. It's a blog and it's a newsletter all together. And it's uh, this guy and his deal is he worked somewhere, I think, and now he's often cited as an expert for gun uh, research and as a, a guest when they have news shows and they're talking about gun topics. And I heard him say this, and I'm going to play it on this show because it has to be, I don't even know, this might be the best thing I heard all year. Definitely the first best thing we heard all week. So let's see if you can hear this. realm you've seen a lot of new uh a lot of the gun rights groups have gone there it's sort of the, the current fad is is uh getting you know filing your own lawsuits which not a bad idea at this point in time right there's a lot of fertile ground for for winning those cases right now so uh, it makes sense and you don't need as much organization or money to get involved in that as you would to build a nationwide gun rights um network that's actually influential across the country and on Capitol Hill, uh, you know, th those are much harder things to do and take a lot longer, um, especially when the NRA is still around, you know, like, they're not going to want to see ground to other groups, of course. Yeah, well, go on. It could take them a little while. Can you hear, do you hear that when it's squeak like that? I feel like I should probably oil my robot, whatever. So, um, that was one of the best things I heard all year. And I could have a whole show on that right there. I don't know if he understands how significant that is. Do you understand how significant that is? Let me play the good part of that again, which is really right here. And uh, while they might very well work with that, it's not. Oh, wait. It's still much different. There's, there's it's right here. Areas, um, a number of the things they do. Really, the legal realm, you've seen a lot of new, uh, a lot of the gun rights groups have gone there. It's sort of the, the current fad is, is uh, getting, you know, filing your own lawsuits, which not a bad idea at this point in time, right? There's a lot of fertile ground for, for winning those cases right now. So uh, it makes sense and you don't need as much organization or money to get involved in that as you would to build a nationwide gun rights um, network that's actually influential across the country and on capitol hill actually influential across the country and on capitol hill so let's take a look real quick um talking about stuff instead of not talking about stuff we'll go over to minuteman i think i put this stuff on minuteman already what would i have called it oh two a organizations To a, where did I put their money? Did I put a link to it in here? Funding. 
Nice. So here we go. This is the funding of the organizations that we know of today. Let's just use this one, for example, since most people are familiar with most of these. We got FPC. That's this little guy. We got the Citizens Committee for the Right to Keep and Bear Arms and Second Amendment Foundation. That's the same organization with two different branches. So you could stack their two million on top of their four million and have six million. But they spend a couple of million each year doing the Gun Rights Policy Conference. So Citizens Committee is effectively paying for the Gun Rights Policy Conference. And Second Amendment Foundation is doing all their law, law suits, right? So you've got FPC over here with about a million dollars. You've got the Citizens Committee with two million. You've got the North American Sporting Goods Wholesalers, which is an uh, organization of, of an industry organization, uh, very, very tiny version of SHOT Show. Just put it in here because to show where our media organizations are, the Southeast uh, Outdoors Press Association is not even negligible on this list. Uh, North American, or no, North American Sporting Goods Wholesalers is a tiny little shot show. It's not really, a, I was thinking it was, a, it's not really a press association. It's just an organization, it's an industry organization. Little tiny shot show though. But for comparison, it brings in $2 million. Second Amendment Foundation brings in four. Gun Owners America brings in somewhere around four or five. Nagger, I thought, brought in six. They got all excited, then they brought in 12. They're running 12,000, 12 million dollars. 12 million dollars. Oh, wait, nobody can fire me for saying that. So now, FPC, how many lawsuits have FPC done? Now, is there this many more lawsuits over here? Is there this many more lawsuits over here? They can make as many lawsuits as they want because we don't know how much lawsuits cost, right? Does any of them? post a list of how much their lawsuits cost and where their lawsuit money's going. So what this guy's saying right here, super relevant, super relevant. Those who build a nationwide for winning those cases is uh, getting, you know, filing your own lawsuits, which not a bad idea at this point in time, right? There's a lot of fertile ground for, for winning those cases right now. So uh, it makes sense, and you don't need as much organization or money to get involved in that as you would to build a nationwide gun rights um, network that's actually influential. A lot of money. FPC has as many lawsuits as anybody I know. They put maps up and show us how many, 16 lawsuits or something, with $1 million. If you take 1 million, you multiply it times 5, is there 60 lawsuits everywhere else? Is there more than 60 everywhere else? I'm just saying, man, be careful. Be careful. We can't uh, become suckers, that's all. All right, next up is Brooke. Brooke always does good stuff. Last week she had Jake on, and they talked about uh, Walk Talk America again. So uh, Brooke does an effort each Saturday to have a focus on awareness and prevention of suicide. Two out of every three firearms deaths are suicide. The other side uses those numbers, oblivious to the fact that they're talking about suicide. If we want to have more effective communication, more effective conversations with the other side, 
and with our own side, we're better off to be comfortable and able to talk about suicide, both for our friends who need the talk, real talk about what's going on in the world, right? We can have that talk. Are you ready to have that talk? We can talk about cleaning. We can talk about barrel links. We can talk stupid sugar trigger shit. We talk about how your life's going, right? We've got friends out there. Let's, you know, talk the talk. But then uh, being able to have a conversation with an anti who wants to take our property with the suggestion that it's about lives. Well, let's talk about lives and let's talk about saving lives. And Brooke gives us uh, ways to have conversations and a consistent effort to uh, keep that on the uh, on people's minds and on people's conversations. Bravo for that. I always have it at the top of my list here. Uh, this week, she's uh, focus is going to be on veterans, so that should be interesting. Next is David Yamane, the professor from one of the Carolinas, and he's got a paper or something, a talk that he's working on, and it's going to be a six-point talk. Let's go over and look at that one. This might not be the shortest show ever because I'm already half an hour in and I'm linking to different things already. But uh, this guy has been putting out a lot of um, interesting stuff, a lot of insight to his uh, experiences. And he's got this paper he's doing where he's going to be presenting his research on firearms defensive use. And most of the time he, from his explanations, most of the time when he does these different um I don't know what to call them, peer things. Uh, most of the research is, of course, done on how guns are bad, how guns are a health epidemic and that kind of thing. Uh, so he's often the only one offering an alternative, and his alternatives you know, can be interesting, I guess. So um, he's got six points to his um, presentation that he's going to be doing. And he gave us his introduction to those six points here. So we've got uh, his first point is gun culture 2.0. And I think he even said like agreeing on gun culture 2.0, which is my major disagreement with him. I suggest we're probably in gun culture 20, not two. You know, we'd be way past two for sure. He thinks we're in our second gun culture, which you know, we'll debate him about that eventually. Uh, he'll be on the show in November. We're interviewing him in November, and then we'll chat with him after that about gun culture 2.0. Uh, then he says he's going to have one on the discounted need for guns of defense for defense, which is kind of interesting. So um, this is how to understand the anti-gun person. Okay, that's think of that. So first off, the anti-gun person discounts the need for guns for self-defense. You got to deal with that. You don't have to agree with it. You just have to understand. Like if there's somebody that likes eating, I don't know, something you don't eat, something like beets or licorice or something, you understand they still eat licorice. They don't give a shit what you think. They're still eating licorice. So if you want to understand them, here's some things to understand. Uh, they think guns add risk and that they're irrational. And if they're irrational, why? And he calls this the true driver of gun ownership. Or no, they consider irrationality the true driver of gun ownership and then uh they got this other thing uh maladaptive wait the coping mechanism which is maladaptive so they it's really interesting it sounds like it'll be an interesting perspective 
um, on uh, how to think like an anti or how to how to how to explain the anti's position on stuff. Uh, then we got uh, let's see, coming up after that would be locked and loaded. Did their conversation? Um, they've been doing theirs less frequently, and you know more and more about video games and now the drones and stuff. So. Uh, it's still an interesting conversation. I get a lot of my insight from uh, their position, their their folk, their like what point of view on the news. Uh, and since I'm listening to it on Sunday, it ends up uh, kind of well, I guess being my news for the week or something. Uh, let's see. So then we get Medical Monday. Uh, Jaeger's daughter uh, did a cool uh, five minute so you know, com, uh, consumable uh, message about mental health and the idea of normalizing and uh, removing the stigma, which is pretty cool. And then a couple of days later, or yesterday, actually today, they did a, they dropped a video talking to Rhonda Ezel from Chicago Guns Matter. It's super awesome. And she was out there doing Fighting Pistol, which is even awesomer, because I'm always happy when seeing people do a Fighting Pistol. And yeah, it's a great conversation. And I didn't post it, but I was thinking about posting uh, the, I'm gonna call them the Jaeger girls now because all the daughters and um, American Gun Chick are gonna start doing female classes, which is interesting because everything's, everything's different, right? Everybody does their own thing. We've got massive, massive infrastructure and organization for females now. And there's doesn't matter because there's still going to be people that are like, well, we're going to make ours. I don't give a crap what other people are doing. And that's valid. And that's the way it is. That's liberty. Individuals being free next to each other, right? In, in amongst each other. And uh, it's, it's super cool to pay attention to stuff and watch it. And that's what we're trying to uh, offer here. All right. Next up is Reason TV. And that's the this is the video that instigated our conversation with Jim Irving, Irving the other day. Uh, with smegging and night strike so i'd heard something and i think it was in one of the testimonies somewhere this year earlier this year and somebody had referenced or mentioned how the media spends more time or money more time and money i guess that on on coverage of murders especially murder with a gun or mass murders with a gun than it does on the super bowl or political elections or national elections or the wars or any other kind of reporting really super bowl i don't know if i said that one already so they spend all this time and attention on firearms and then don't take any responsibility or any of the role uh, for being responsible for copycats and what's the other word uh, people that are emulating you know bad guys people that are trying to um become famous so i had heard about that research and i wanted to find out about it and i finally found this reason video from a couple of days ago and i watched it and it referenced some research on that same thing so i don't know if it's the right research i don't know if i've uh just been going so fast i haven't seen if woods has said or if somebody else who's paying attention smeggy or somebody has said if that's the research that if there's newer research or if this is the research that i've been looking for but it was enough to start a conversation and we invited a bunch of people and we'll talk about that towards the end of the show. But this is the video that started that conversation. It's, it's worth listening to. Uh, it's a 15 or no, it's a five minute, 10 minute video. And I don't know. I don't like it. I, I like that. It gave me the link to the 
research I've been listening to, wanting to look at. But listening to this video is pretty lame. The whoever is the, I don't know, it's probably just whoever works for Reason TV. But whoever that anchor is, is an idiot, and I didn't like it. Your mileage may vary. Feel free to have something else or have a different opinion. So um, next is Clover. Uh, I guess I forgot to ask. I think Gizzard and them. Yeah, I think Gizzard already posted that he's going to SHOT. So it's time to register for SHOT Show. If you're going to SHOT Show in January, uh, they require you to register ahead of time. And now the registration is open. I think it'll close like in December or something. So you got a little while, but it's one of those things you put it off, you put it off, you don't think about it. And the next thing you know, it's really close to the deadline to register. So if you haven't registered before, Clover has a video over there. It's just eight minutes long, but I think we're going to have more conversations. Actually, I forgot to schedule and we are having more conversations. Uh, I forgot to put it in here, I think, but we had a couple of hours worth of conversation to kind of get the ball rolling inviting people in who might be interested in attendance shot. Um, at least if you're interested in 2A, if you're doing, well, not interested, but if you're doing 2A content, if you're creating content that's specifically about Second Amendment stuff, uh, if you're a member of the DC project, if you're uh, working with the state level organization and they're too lazy or scared to go to SHOT Show, but you want to go and talk to somebody because you can go to SHOT Show. There's lots of ways to get there. And again, this is the time to get ready and be creative if you want to get to SHOT Show. Uh, not in December and definitely not in January. So if you're interested in going, there's lots of ways to go. Clover will show you how to go if you're, if you're doing gun stuff. And if you're doing specifically 2A stuff, I'll give you 18 years worth of experience. Um, that being said, uh, we got um, Tony was a guest over on shooting and what is this called? Shooting Gallery New England, which is the gunsmith for Cape Gunworks. So that was a pretty fun show to listen to. They smoke cigars and talk about guns the whole time. Let's see. Then we got uh, Every Second Matters, as I mentioned, Kingpin and RTAC. Now, if somebody else posted Every Second Matters stuff, let me know. because That's the only two things I've seen. But uh, there might have been some stuff on Instagram. But there's only two stuff I've seen on YouTube. We had an overnight. In fact, we're going to be getting overnights every week until they run out of uh, the Constitution, I guess. So the overnight decided to do the Declaration of Independence series. So they're going to be talking about the Declaration of Independence and our Constitution as a series every Saturday. Listen to that anytime you want on a Saturday evening. Uh, overnight. I don't know what time it actually is, honestly. It's 11 o'clock my time, so that must be 1 in the morning on the East Coast. But... Uh, if you're awake like now uh, and you're an overnighter or someone, you know, pulling a shift in the evenings, one of the people that often get uh, overlooked or um, uh, ignored, uh, then you got a show live during the middle of the night for you. So thanks to the people who listen in the middle of the night. We appreciate it. And uh, Foss is another one of the shows that goes even later. Well, I'd go later than him before, but he goes late later than this show on a regular basis. Uh, let's see, then we have Iron Road. Thanks, that's the one I could not remember. Iron Road had posted a video about that measure in Oregon. About you, good control stuff. Tell you what, I'm yawning too much, so I'm gonna do a quick break here while I guzzle a bunch of coffee. And why don't we talk about that show that Clover, Antonia and I do tomorrow 
on Saturday. AskGunQuestions.com is a website that we built back in 2007. And since then, for the last 15 years, people have been able to ask questions of simple to advanced nature, and we attempt to answer them in different ways over the years. Join us now as we start a new series to answer gun questions. All right. This is red eye. I probably should put something in there. There's Mario. Welcome. Am I missing anybody? I don't think I missed anybody else. I have not been catching up. Well, there's gunmetal. Good evening. We're listening from work, I'm I'm assuming. Let me go back, try to read some of these. Oh, Ron Wayne is out there. Good evening. Oh, you know what? I need to also, now that I'm thinking about it, I need to go over to the YouTube. And I'm, nope, got to quit doing that. I need to go to the YouTube. And, well, I'm going to do this over here. I'm going to open up my studio. And, oh, I guess I should have done that in a new window. So open this up. No, open, come on, man. Open this up. Go back over here. Shove this back over here. Eventually. Oh, man. Open. And then go to Super Chats and get the Super Chats over here in such a way that we can say thanks to the Super Chatters this month. We do appreciate the people that throw Super Chats out there. And on Fridays, we do a random thank you to the Super Chatters. So let's see. There's only been two for October, so we'll probably include the Septembers in there because that's how we roll. So let's see. In September, I think I can show you this part without showing anything too much. There's one, two, starting with Mark. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. In September and one, two, 19 all together. So thanks to the super chats. Um, so we got Ron Wayne jumping in there, uh, fielding, and a couple of starred stuff here. And Roy, so if I'm missing anybody, good morning, good evening, good morning, whenever it is you're listening. Uh, let's see, I think I starred those because we're gonna hit those. Uh, let's see. We hear the squeak. Geo's been, has been, like everybody's talking about the organizations. Listen for support. What YouTube channel is that? Uh oh. Which like, YouTube channel is which one? Which one did I have open? I can't even remember now. Let's go back and try to. Oh, we shouldn't do that. Let's do this. I don't think that put anybody's name in there. I don't think so. All right. So which channel was I just looking at? Uh, I was probably looking at, oh, the reload. I might have been, I think I did I open up the reload. They're all in the description of this video. That's the good news. Pretty much everything I've opened, I think, is in the description of this video. All right. So um, getting back to the list, we've got Riding Shotgun with Charlie did his Oh, I forget what it's called now. Oh, Armed Lifestyle Magazine interview with uh, Cheryl and Danny Todd. Uh, 
obviously filmed earlier this year, so I'm not sure what's up with that, but maybe he was scheduling some stuff because of GRPC, and he knew he would be traveling. So it was a little weird, only because when they recorded this, they could not have known, of course, that that's, that someone was going to pass away, and so that was a little kind of frustrating and weird. But um, anyway, they had a conversation there for about half an hour talking about their auction house and their experiences. Then we have uh, Rogue Banshee. Just take a bunch of coffee. So we had Rogue Banshee doing a, uh, I don't know, he, he called it anti-gun tactics. Are they changing? But, you know, I'd like to chat with them sometime because I don't know. I mean, he, ch he, ch he talked about one thing, but they're changing in other ways for sure. So, um, and that's something that they didn't talk about at the, at the gun rights policy conference. Uh, but uh, I think what he was saying is that they're saying safety, and then he started talking about some organization for most of it. But... Um, I think that would be a good conversation to have. Anti-gun tactics would be a good one. And probably worth trying to write those down. I, I haven't done it in a while. I don't know if anybody else does try to write it down, but uh, maybe one of the old Every Second Matters projects or iterations, we might have, we may have tried to write down the anti's tactics, but I don't know. I don't think we have. Well, let's see. So then we get the... Gun Rights Policy Conference. So I just linked to two things here because well, we'll just leave it at that. You can go watch whatever you want from that. It was the Second Amendment Foundation spending money to bring people together, 150 people at a Texas hotel. And they offered two days worth of presentations. And then they had AMCON, which was the up training and skill building development co conference for Second Amendment activists on Friday. And those happened and they'd streamed them and a lot of us watched it. And I've offered to have conversations about it. So we'll see if they have conversations or if they're interested in having conversations about it. All right. So that was the 2A news. I don't think I missed anything. But I did try to do something a little different this week. I posted everything in Patreon over here without the pictures as a draft. And that doesn't mean much other than it's a different way for me to do this. Usually I don't do anything until Wednesday. And I put this together while I'm listening to the radio shows. But uh, I couldn't because of the way the work week worked out this week. So I decided to do it a different way uh, by like I say, putting it over and kind of adding to it. I started it earlier in the week and then added to it and then didn't make the YouTube video until I think yesterday. And that, that part worked out. But there's still some pieces that take forever with this whole situation. And uh, without kind of, without some kind of response or some kind of feedback, uh, it's getting to be too laborious to put it out to this many places. So, you know, we do these things as experiments. We've been online for a long time. Um, we'll continue to put these things out, but uh, probably in fewer formats unless Patreon say, oh, no, hey, I was listening to that format. And then, of course, we'll keep doing it. But anyhow, um, 
So the 2A stuff, the effort is to get as much important 2A stuff out there, not reactionary 2A stuff, and certainly not boring, repetitive, regurgitated 2A stuff. So if I'm missing anything, uh, this is supposed to be uh, a, uh, what's the word? It's supposed to be a summary of everything, not just the stuff I like. Uh, so if, feel free to uh, uh, let me know if you're uh, following something that I should be following or if you see something specifically. I do get people that drop me links. Uh, Krabby, Krabby, I don't know if he's out there. They'll drop me links once in a while. It's some stuff that's interesting, so I do appreciate that. And uh, uh, anyway, I just wanted to mention that, you know, the 2A stuff uh, is, I think, everything. But for some reason, I feel like I'm missing something. I guess that's why I'm beating around the bush here. Um, then we got the gun news. So the first thing in the gun news is Jenny J 1911. So here's the deal. You can go online and you can watch what's going on. You can go online and you can be a part of what's going on, right? You can go online and be suspect of everything that happens. And you can go online and be um, gullible, right? There's, there's all different extremes. So you got to live somewhere in the middle and be happy and be smart, right? So I'm not a big fan of channels that exist and then do a lot of fundraising and stuff like that. Um, I mean, it's probably legit most of the time, but then there's times when, how do you know? So this is this instance when I'm talking about a fundraising thing for a fairly new channel, because unless you know, it's completely weird, then I just don't think it, I think it's legit. So anyway, Jenny had a, a death in the family and she explains it in this 30 minute video. And when an authentic channel has something happen, it's, uh, you know, these are a bunch of human beings and you know they're human. So if you feel like going over and checking that out, you can. If you don't, I understand. So I'm just putting it in there to let people know that uh, it's something that I, I have been in, you know, it's been in our realm as well. So I can understand where she's dealing with and the situation she's got. Um, and she's doing a fundraiser for, or, well, we'll let you decide if you want to go over and check it out or not. It's up to you. So with that being said, um, Eric has birthday and he does a thing where I forget, does it say how long he's been doing this? 10 years or something, I think. Um, but whenever media day was happening and I think I told you media day, or if you've listened to stuff I've said before, media day at, at the range at SHOT Show. Remember we talked about SHOT Show? Uh, media day is pretty, used to be really, really good. And now it's not, it's just more commercial or consumer. It used to be really fancy and now it's not fancy anymore. So uh, somewhere in there, Eric decided that media day was what it was, but it wasn't everything it could be. And this was before a lot of the other shoots that are going on. I mean, he was doing this a long time ago. So he started doing a, a thing where he would bring people together and then eventually he moved it to his birthday and then he just continued to do it. I've never had any interest in going. I don't go, but um, I know a lot of people dig it. So most people go there and do all of the stuff I don't dig and I don't do, right? Take selfies and look at stupid shit. So that's fine. That's what they go there for. Wheel did a cool thing where he just kind of went through a swag bag but at the same time, you're also seeing the event in the background. And that's what I dig. I want to see what the event's like. I wish people would go to things and realize that who gives a shit about what you're looking at? Show us your experience, right? Like, show us what it's like to be there. Nobody gives a crap about what's on the table. 
We're going to see that from a thousand other people. Uh, and they're probably going to do it better than you. So just look around. Tell us what's going on. Like, tell us what the event is like so that we can actually be there. And that's what we all kind of did here. So wanted to post that. Uh, I don't really watch stuff from Eric's thing, but uh, a bunch of people are out there doing it. So you can probably watch a bunch of that. Now, somebody who's bringing community together online and uh, presenting and kind of exploring interesting stuff is Chris from 740. So he's been doing the reloading series for a while. This week, he brought together a bunch of people who were at this Carry Optics National and really cool. I really dig his round his round tables. He brings everybody together with G23 and they you know just shoot the shit for a couple hours, well, hour and a half. And, you know, he hosts it in a, in a, in a what's the word? Like, uh, I don't know if that was somebody yelling or a cat getting stepped on. Um, it's not still happening, so it's probably just a cat. Um, the way he does it, like a, it's an informal panel, but the, the the pace or the the way that it works, it just is a really it's a really good one. I end up doing quite a bit of work when I'm listening to that one. I appreciate the people that do long format stuff, especially when they bring the community together. Uh, anybody can watch pre prepared stuff. I mean, Hollywood makes prepared stuff that's awesome. So people that emulate the prepared stuff don't really impress me. And I'm definitely not interested in big, long commercials or big, long things that are designed to, you know, make you get all upset about something. So I really like the authentic stuff. And I do appreciate people like Chris that uh, are bringing people together consistently and then doing it with a purpose. You know, he's really sharing parts of the community that not everybody is seeking out. Oh, there's Wield. Welcome. Good evening. I'm just talking about your video right here. Uh, let's see. And then I also got a whole bunch. I don't know why, but Wield, you can see in his picture there, he's got uh, the logo, right? And a while ago, you sent me your first logo patches, the blue ones and the green ones. And I had posted about it on YouTube or on Instagram. I don't know, like a million years ago, whenever you sent me those. And for some reason, those got hit up. So I don't know if somebody, I don't know what happens, but that happens sometimes on socials. Uh, I had been looking at my numbers over on Instagram and something came up and said, hey, look who's been clicking on your thing like two minutes ago. And it was a picture from a long time ago of your patches. So anyway, your patches are getting around out there somewhere. So speaking of getting around, uh, Clover goes around looking at people and found this channel. Uh, she's got 88 subs, and it's a new gun channel, Pull the Trigger podcast. And this video is called Taking the Fear Out of Firearms, which is a book. And she does a quick review of the book. And it's not a book I would get, but guess what? I'm not a new gun owner, so you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's interesting. Uh, I'd love to see that there's new people out there uh, that are using the internet to share with each other, that aren't using the internet to sell you something or to, you know, some ulterior motive, just sharing an interest and, you know, having conversations. Super cool. Uh, let's see. Next is something that you may or may not dig. Uh, Liberal Gun Club. There's two of them. There's liberal gun club and there's liberal gun owners. I'm going to keep prefacing that because I know one of them pisses me off and I don't know which one it is. I don't think it's this one, but I don't know. 
Um, it's whichever one does the live shows. At some point, I'll have to go back and try to find the live shows that drove me nuts, that I had no interest in the organization pretty much after that, and figure out which organization it was. But because I can't remember which one it is, I go ahead and watch both of them anyway. So the Liberal Gun Club, which is the one out of California and has, oh, dang, I'm not going to remember her name, has... The one who, the lawyer who we all know, um, who represents them. I can't think of her name. First one to think of her name wins. Um, anyway, they had Deviant Olaman. And this is a guy who's been a lockpick and uh, uh, penetration tester and uh, social engineer, whatever you want to call it, for a long time on the internet and got hooked up with the Liberal Gun Club. And that's a Reese's peanut butter cup if I ever seen one like they really dig each other and they enjoy informing each other or whatever so uh, it's an hour with deviant uh, the dude just kind of exploring or explaining his experience traveling with firearms and this guy travels a lot with a lot of firearms so very interesting conversation for sure not up everybody's alley but lot of lot of hacks in there a lot of interesting stuff now completely different jumping over to wilson combat they had ken hackathorn on talking about a bunch of his favorite guns um so basically it's just a bunch of his weird stuff like some of the craziest stuff in his collection now i don't think he's got everything that he ever had before he even talks about it in the video but um yeah some interesting stuff brand 10 some other things Uh, then we got Gabby, who did a video about, uh, it's like a 59-second short, effectively, except it's not a short, so I don't know what's up with that. But anyway, uh, trigger finger, discipline, right? And sometimes I like posting these because they're fun to watch because it's cool to see the ways that people use tech and you know technology creatively to get information across back in the day getting your finger off the trigger would have been some kind of, maybe if you're lucky, a drawing in a book, but mostly they would just tell you that, and then that was it. So nowadays you get you know, somebody making a video about it, somebody saying it in an interesting way, and somebody giving you some, um, maybe some insight as to why it's important or how to remember it or something. Again, never know what new people are gonna be absorbing and at what pace. And keeping your finger off the trigger is one of those things that should probably be said over and over and over just in case they haven't heard it, right? It didn't get through. So anyway, it's interesting. And not sure with uh, some of the uh, instructors or some of the people I follow, especially people that don't broadcast their agenda. I mean, some people, you know exactly why they're posting their videos. I mean, there is no doubt you know exactly why they're posting their videos. Other people... You know, you can't tell what video they're going to post. You could never know what video they're going to post next and when. And when you look at them, often you're like, what? What was that about? Because they're just doing videos for whatever reasons they feel like. And sometimes those people are a little bit closer to being a professional. I think that's where Gabby's at. She doesn't really put up videos that have no reason or like completely useless but she will do things that are you know, for different projects or for different reasons. 
and she'll just use her Instagram account or her YouTube account, I should say, like a um, a tool, which is really, you know, what it is really. All right, I'm moving my mic around. I don't know if that helped or if that was any worse. Nobody gave me, did anybody give me feedback before? Oh, uh, let's see. So now Glock made a rifle. I figure I should say that for the logarithms. Rokal made a big deal about how he, he went viral with it. So, you know, some of those things, if you're standing around long enough, somebody might come by and make something you said go viral. And it's fun when people we know get a chance to get in on that. So uh, Boss has had some stuff. His barbecue had some stuff go viral, I think. I don't know if DJ has. Gizzard has, I'm sure. I don't know if Wheeled, have you had anything go viral yet? Um, and then I don't know if Smeggy posts enough to have something gone viral. G23? I don't know. But um, anyway, like I say, it's fun to see when people go viral or whatever. You never can tell. That's the thing. So, you know, just keep posting weird stuff and eventually something might catch. Like White may or may not still be out there. Uh, it's his last day of vacation. I didn't know that until earlier, but I felt like posting his picture of his puppy here. So just in case anybody hasn't seen his vacation puppy pictures. It's an excuse to po post another puppy on the internet. I've been told you're not supposed to post puppies on the internet. There's pirates. You see the pirates? I don't know how old that puppy is, as Mike ever said. All right, next is this old gun. So Cape Gunworks does a thing called this old gun. I don't know how long they've been doing it. I thought at one point I saw something like a number of shows or episodes or something, but I think it's pretty cool to do like a this old gun, you know, like this old house. And this guy seems to be like an expert on all which different kind of guns, so. Usually goes out there and shoots them and then talks about them a little bit. Some of them I'm more interested than others, but they've done a couple of ring of fires and some other stuff I've been interested in. You know, this is a Beretta, so you can only be so interested in a Beretta. Uh, then you got another gun shop. And this is the gun section of everything. Oh, there's Night Prowler. Good evening. What was up with that tunnel the other day? You were like revving the engine in that tunnel. I wasn't sure what that was all about. Uh, Will is saying my Bull Armory Viper got 25,000 views, but not truly viral. Well, that's pretty damn good. I mean, I don't know what the number is supposed to be to go viral. Viral's probably got some threshold, but 25,000 is pretty damn good. I don't get videos. I don't have that many. Well, I mean, I have videos that go that high, but after years, that's pretty freaking good. Is that, oh, wait, is that because you put something out right away somewhere? Is that what it is? Because sometimes that's the, the way to get it. You know, you put something out before everybody else, that helps. Or at least that's a good strategy or good odds or whatever. I guess it's not for sure. But anyhow, so we got another gun shop. This one is Gun for Hire. And this is a big giant gun shop in New Jersey, right outside of New York. I think Tony said it's like an hour from the downtown New York. So it's very close to New York. And this is where Tony Simon started doing the diversity shoots. And couple other reasons I've been following this account for a while. I've met the guy when he came out here to go to the NRA meetings in Tucson when the NRA was doing weird stuff in 2020 and move their meeting thing or whatever uh, over to here. Uh, I met this guy. I gave him a copy of the 
50 states book because there's an illustration of his gun shop in there oh uh, let's see oh i cut out my converter oh okay okay um let's see so then we got the radio shows so here's the problem i was listening to gun rights policy and then i had to not listen to anything for a while because i'm not saying it ruined me or it burned me out but i was sick of listening to stuff so i had well i went and did some stuff in real life so i didn't listen to any of the radio shows this weekend uh if i did i don't remember them. i might have listened to some of the california one but i think i was gone for most of them so there's a weekend where i don't have much to, or that last weekend i don't have much to tell you about the radio shows they were probably good but i did listen to cape gunworks because that happens on wednesday and that's usually when i uh, schedule i'll do most of my updates and stuff so i can listen to that show it's usually two hours sometimes longer so you can get quite a bit of work done listening to that show uh, but it's a great show it's a gun shop in in massachusetts that does a radio show once a week it's syndicated in a bunch of different places and they record their show on wednesdays and they record it on like while they're recording the show they're live on youtube they're streaming it and they're able to keep up toby's able to keep up with the comments and keeping the show on track and talking to guests and then dealing with questions that get called in and then they record the hours worth of show and then another hours worth of podcast and then a little bit more sometimes and then that gets distributed to the radio stations and and broadcast over the weekend so you can listen to the radio version of it over the weekend in boston and all around but um the show itself gets recorded on wednesday and like i say i usually get most i usually schedule that time for some of my work so that's i end up listening to that every week uh so normally though there are gun radio shows from texas come and talk it is in austin and they do a cool show there's the um i am the target radio uh, out of ohio that does their show on Sundays, Amanda Suffolk and her brother, she's the first female nationally syndicated radio show that's focused on firearms. And then that uh, gun owners radio out of San Diego does a pretty awesome show too for a couple of hours uh, after those. That all happens on Sunday and I missed them all this week. All right, next is military interviews. I listened to a, quite a few of these, and there were some good ones this week. These weren't the best ones ever, but they were all right. So the first one is team, those two of them from Team House here. Uh, wait, I got two of I guess all I have is two of them from Team House. What was the combat story? I'm trying to remember. Combat story was pretty good, though, too. So anyway, the uh, first one, I don't know if I even listened to it, actually. I might have to listen to this. Uh, Marine turned journalist again. I think I listened to it, but I was too. I was. I had my mind on too many different things listening to it. Uh, this one though, the uh, the dude who was a ranger, thousand missions. How crazy is that? So thirteen deployments with seventy fifth Rangers. Uh, pretty good conversation. And uh, then today they just had some CIA guy on. Holy moly, he got super drunk and it was weird interesting stuff good data but hard to listen to and super weird with the guy being drunk uh i really recommend i really recommend these military interviews what will happen is 
people are getting out of the military and they've had interesting careers, they've had interesting jobs, lots of insight. And one of the ways that they deal with going from, you know, 100 miles an hour, doing lots of different things, having a lot of responsibility. I mean, think about a pilot. They're dealing with a million dollar airplane or maybe multi-million, probably multi-million dollar airplane. And they're making decisions for that. They crash their airplane, they get another airplane. Like they're dealing with a lot of responsibility, a lot of you know, stuff happening. They've got a lot of consequences and a lot of stuff that happens after the fact, a lot of echoes, right, in their lives. So as they come out, uh, as they're uh, retiring or, you know, transitioning out of the military, depending on if they're injured or how the injuries are, you know, they've got their own struggles or challenges coming out. And then just, you don't even have to have gone through trauma to just have gone from a life where everything is done for you and kind of planned out. And then um, you have to do, you get to do everything yourself, get to do everything else, have to do everything yourself, right? It's just a tough transition for some. And one of the ways that some are able to deal with that is listening to the, so these military interviews are on multiple levels affecting the society in a positive way. So they're offering the insight and the awareness of what's been going on in the military. We have a much different military than we used to. I say military because it's every branch and there's new branches. People don't even know we have, you know, they know about Space Force, but very few of them know about special operations. So we have whole different branches of the military because we fight in a completely different way than we used to. And what that creates is a different type of burnout and a different kind of wearing out of our soldiers. The people who go and do are expected to do and perform at a different level than in the days when you had a shovel and a rifle and a hundred of you were going to go into a town. It's a little bit different than 12 of you are going to take 80 pounds of stuff or 180 pounds of stuff each and go affect change and then come home and teach the people on your way out. And then a couple of cycles later, your children might be there. A couple of more cycles later, we're just going to leave everything and book. So there's a lot of stuff going on and it's just, you know, people are dealing with that. So one of the things that it offers is some insight to all that, but it also gives the folks coming out a, a way to hear other people's stories and other people's transitionings and other people's awarenesses and successes and failures. And then some inspiration with the different businesses and things. And then uh, it's also offering uh, a lot of, um, when you watch somebody who's on a show, they'll be on one show, then they might be interviewed by another set of shows and then another set of shows and you get more insight to their story. But then you also find out about those interviewers and it's just interesting. So it's not very often that you get to hear something interesting over and over from the same person by different interviewers. And it might seem lame, but it's actually really interesting to, to just be able to see the different layers and the different ways that people's interview style can bring out so much more out of the same person. Because the same person had the same experiences and they're willing to share the same stuff. But if they're gonna talk to this guy or those two guys or that guy, they're gonna have a different conversation. And it may not be 100% two-way. I mean, most of the time, something about guns comes up at some point in these conversations. But the things you might be able to glean from this are, I think, 
probably more worthwhile in the big picture than if you were listening to people talk about, I don't know, fixing boats or going fishing or talking about airplanes or, you know what I mean? Like just talking about regular stuff. Uh, some of the things that soldiers experience being there and having their hands in it, having to deal with it and the doldrums and the other, you know, the, the big and the little is, uh, is giant. I mean, there's some really interesting insights. So anyway, I can't say enough how great these interviews are. There was nothing like this back in the day. Nothing like it. Uh, we live in a really, really cool time in 2022 where we are able to understand and be aware of just so much more than we could have ever been in the past. All right. So um, jumping back over, I was working on my truck and had a husky walk in and said hello. Just go through there through the night and and the chip and the owners came. Oh, right on. Cool. Well, what she probably walked away because, from what I understand, uh, huskies are the kind of dogs, and I can tell from this one that they're the kind of dogs that are like, Well, you know what? I guess I live here now. Like, they don't really care sometimes. Um, have I seen Task and Purpose? Oh, I think if I'm, man, I don't know. I might be thinking of a different one. Um, so I'm not sure, but definitely I have not watched it. If it's the one I'm thinking of, no, you know what? I think, oh man, I can't remember. There's another one that has like a name like that, something and something, but I don't watch either one of them. So the answer to your question is no. The only ones I've listened to are the team house. I really, really enjoy. It's a ranger and a green beret. And then combat story, which is the guy who's an Apache helicopter pilot. And then he was in the CIA. He just has a great interview style. And then, because he just shuts up and lets the other person talk but not, not normally. And then I've listened to Mike from, uh, what is Mike's thing called? Oh, the mic drop. And, you know, he's a seal. So I, if I got to not listen to one, it's usually his. But I get blown away every time. He does a really long interview. And he asks people about, like, their morning routine and their uh, diet and their, like, exercise and stuff. So. It might seem lame, but I really do enjoy listening to that. You can use that as a calibration. When somebody says their morning routine and their types of diet and their exercises and stuff, right off the bat, you just it's a calibration device that a lot of the other ones don't use. And that's why I say you can listen to Mike Drop, get that calibration. Now you understand that person. Now, Mike is usually going to ask him about dogs, and he's going to ask him, you know, the crazy stuff. He's going to ask them regular, you know, it's pretty decent interviews, but it's not always on point. He'll go to a combat story or the person will go to combat story and they're only going to get asked about their combat experience. So it's just really, really interesting to listen to these things. If you got the time, like I say, I end up doing a lot of computer work. So uh, when I've got the computer stuff working, I've got to be, well, some of you have seen over my shoulder. Sometimes it's a lot of repetitive, boring stuff. So you have plenty of time to listen to things. And these shows, like say, offer a lot of insight. All right. Speaking of a lot of insight, we're about an hour in. I think it did pretty good trying to keep this to an hour today. Uh, we did some stuff this week. Uh, we I mentioned earlier that I had found this research finally about how much the media has spent time and money on focusing on mass murderers with guns. And it, I found this reason... TV article that jumped me over to the research and I read through that. I recorded it. I have not had time to post that anywhere, but it took about a half an hour to read it. So I don't know if anybody's up right now that cares about having stuff read, 
but um, I was thinking I'd post that as a uh, separate video, just the reading of that research. And the research is called something, I forget what it's called, but it's about mass murders and if the and how much effort the media spends on them and if they're responsible at all. And it effectively asks the media to use the same discretion that they would use when discussing rape or um, other atrocities. So it seems as though when it's a gun, well, it does, it is evidence that when it's a gun murder, especially a mass murder with guns, uh, they they don't pay attention to their own code of ethics that they established in 1994 or something, or 1984, whenever it was that the media created their, their thing of ethics. Uh, they're just in, in, you know, specifically not abiding by their own code of ethics. And I thought that was an interesting concept that the, the research is suggesting that the media should pay attention to their code of ethics and not disclose some things like the names and the faces and the details that would allow someone who wants to fetishize or emulate the evil, you know, give them the tool, the specifics to do that. And so we had a conversation about it and Jim Irving came on from Irvine. I'm never going to be able to say it right. I don't say people's names good. Um, from Faster, from Faster Saves Lives and from the Buckeye Firearms Association, uh, Second Amendment activist. Well, I think I've mentioned that uh, Goal and Buckeye. Actually, I think I've said Goal, but it's actually Buckeye that was. Wait, yeah, Buckeye had the quotes. Like if you watch any of our old videos, and there are people were like, "Oh, you used to put a quote at the end of the videos. Why don't you do that anymore?" Uh, mainly because it takes a lot of time, and that was like literally a lot of time to make every single video separate like that. Um, and I got a lot of those quotes from the Buckeye Firearms Association. So they were already up and running, doing cool stuff, posting gun quotes, you know, back in when YouTube was barely first starting. So uh, they've been doing cool stuff for a long time. So it was definitely uh, awesome to be able to talk with Jim. But what we were talking about was the idea that this research came out that, or, you know, this research exists that the media spends so much time and effort. The question is, is it a good, is it a valid tactic? Is it something that we can have success with talking to anti-gunners? Like if an anti-gunner says something, is it a good reply or is it a good tack to say, well, the media spends more attention on gun murderers than it does on the Super Bowl? You know, is that going to be a good reply? Is that going to have effect? And that was what the conversation was intended to be about. So again, I appreciate the people that joined us for that and uh, are willing to focus on something that isn't, you know, news of the day or whatever trendy stuff everybody else is talking about. Then we've got uh, our our presentation to AMCON, which we didn't get to present. I think I might have presented or I might have shown a link to this last week now that I think about it. But either way, there's another link to it. I posted a blast from the past. Sometimes people will comment on something or for some reason, one of my old videos gets put in front of me. So this is a video from, I don't know, a long time ago. A video from... That's a commercial. Um, this is a video from 2014. Hey, kid, it's making me watch my own commercial. It's messed up. 
All right, this is a video from 2014, before it was cool to do shorts. All right, we have exclusive coverage of the newest single stack 380 Glock. So it's made by Colt, but you can see that it's a lower, it's all polymer, and it's single stack. So it's a Glock, but it's made by Colt. So I guess it's a Glock Yep, 2014. Let's see how many comments. 24 comments, 8,000 views. So the first Glock Colt polymer video ever. And then I was posting a link to uh, the December 16th auction up at Pot of Gold. I'm hopefully, hopefully going to be bringing some more stuff up to auction off, try to kill some more bills. We appreciate the people that are either purchasing stuff, you know, bidding on stuff over there or getting the word out on it so that that stuff gets as most money as possible. Um, it's definitely helping us stay alive with the declining other things that are out there and the way the prices and blah, blah, blah. But uh, yeah, with the goal on making Second Amendment awareness uh, great again, uh -oh, I'm not saying that. or at least making Second Amendment awareness our focus uh, you know, we'll continue to do that as long as possible. And thanks to Pot of Gold and the people that purchase stuff over there, our auctions over there, that are making that at least, you know, become still a thing. As you can see, our Patreons are down to 138. So while we, are probably, we appreciate the people that are able to uh, and have supported us in the past, we understand that at times and everything, it's tough. Hopefully it's not because of our content, but, uh, you know, we understand. So again, thanks to the people that super chat. So with that, I'm going to bring over the super chat deal. And I guess you don't really need to see that. But I'm uh, going to go back over, yeah, go back over to here and count everything again. Because I can't remember from five minutes ago what number I counted to. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Does that sound right? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Hmm. So we're going to do that again. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. What the hell? Why can't this thing just tell me how many it is instead of me having to do this counting? So if we start right here, there's no way for me to check anything, but I can start it here and go 1, 
two, three, four, five. That's a better way to do it. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. That's a better way to do it. Eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. 16, 17, 18 is the number then. So 18 is the number. Oh, clear that. I should not have cleared that because I needed that open. All right. Uh, task and purpose is an officer that has knowledge on Ukraine and weapon systems. Oh, okay. Then no, I haven't watched that one. Uh, I watch a guy who works for an AK builder and he posts a lot of interesting stuff about what's going on over there with like weapons that are being seized and found and discovered and ordinance that gets dropped and doesn't go off and people will take pictures of it and then the people look at it and stuff like that. Uh, it's interesting. I can't keep up with it all. It's like looking at CZs or something. I'm like, oh, interesting. And then I forget about it as soon as I'm done looking at it. But it is interesting. Uh, let's see. I was going over to do random. Well, if you just type in random, it'll just give you a random number. But I'm going over here. Hey, we'll type in 18. I will say number one is the top. And then number 18 would be all the way going down. So we'll see who our super chat of the week is. 11. So that gives us something to count. Starting at the top. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. And this would have been on September 11th. And it is Woods. So I don't know if Woods is still awake, if he's still out there or not. But he just won the thing, which I didn't say. What, did I say what it was? I guess I probably should have said what it was. So that was probably not good. I probably should have picked something first. So if you got something in mind, of course, you're welcome to it. Otherwise, damn it, I probably should come up with a prize before I do stuff like this. Um, I don't know. Um, I already sent you the book, so it's possible that I forgot to send you bayonets because I have I am good at forgetting things, but I have everything in the drawer. But, uh, dang, I need to start doing a prize before I uh, come up with the drawing or whatever. So we're hour and 22 in. I should be able to finish this whole thing up in 90 minutes today if, if we can answer these questions in less than eight minutes. So Fielding had asked, who is the best speaker at GRPC last weekend? Dan and Donald were what I enjoyed the most. Interesting. So now I need to go over to Second Amendment Foundation GRPC agenda. And when we come up with the GRPC 2002 agenda, which here's the link to anybody who might want it. Uh, this is this one. Um, so Dan and Donald. Oh, okay. Wait. Don Kilmer and Dan Schmutter. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I know who you're talking about now. 
So this is the conversation with lawyers from, no wait, are they lawyers? Yeah, there are lawyers. They say attorneys for the Second Amendment Foundation, but like one of them was a lawyer in like New Jersey and the other one I can't remember where he is, a lawyer, Pennsylvania or something like that. But I think we were talking over them. So who was the best speaker? Rhonda Mary, period. But I don't know that these guys weren't good also. So I went back and listened to all of AMCON for a second time. I have not listened to all of GRPC a second time. And I was gone for chunks of it. And wait, was I gone for a chunk of it? Yeah, I went to the store or something. So I was gone for a chunk of it when I went to the store. And I was talking over a chunk of it too. And there's some people I'm not going to listen to. I just ain't. But um I'm going to go back and definitely listen to people who I would have listened to if I wasn't bullshitting on my own chat while they were talking. But to be fair, what the hell? It was a weekend full of halfway boring stuff, and I'm normal, so I have to talk to people, uh, especially if I'm watching stuff that's bogus. And a lot of the stuff I'm watching, we watch was bogus, unfortunately. But uh, no, I, I remember that being something everybody was jazzed about, and I remember in the comments people were like, Oh, good. These guys are awesome about both of those guys, I think. But um, I need to go back. I can't say that. I mean, I doubt that anything they said can make me go, oh, they're the best thing. Because Rhonda Mary was actually talking about ways to change and be better. These guys probably talked about ways to be good and like do stuff good. But I usually like to be blown away before I say it's the best. But I don't know. I'm going to go listen to it again. Um, I'll probably wait until Paul reposts them just because I'm not going to dig through and find them. It's probably, what was that, on Sunday? No, that was Saturday. So that would be probably, oh, no, wait, was that Sunday? Come on, where's the thing? Saturday. Four fifteen five Sunday. Okay, so no, that would have been just after lunch on Saturday. If Paul does, I mean, Paul will post that, but if he doesn't for some reason, I'll be listening to that anyway, because that was one of the things I wanted to listen to again. Uh, and then, well, anyway, so yeah, I would definitely listen to it. As I've been saying, I don't know if anybody else has been saying who they thought was so good. California and New Jersey? Okay, thanks. I didn't remember the other state. So, yeah, definitely be listening to that. Oh, there's our four Mississippi Thunder. Good evening. All right, and then BH from NH had asked earlier, way at the beginning of the show, no possession of firearms in Massachusetts. Or saying no, possession of firearms in Massachusetts, licensing denial misdemeanor possession denial it was remanded yesterday to the first court after the new york state rifle and pistol association major case way beyond any bump stock well i don't know so here's the deal i'm not gonna i don't think it's able i don't think we're able to say which is more valuable or which is faster you know which is more important or anything like that 
everything can have consequences and because we can't see the future we don't know what those consequences might be so let's just go ahead and assume everything's important to some extent realizing that some things are more urgent or whatever like some things can be larger than others but i don't think we should i don't think we do ourselves any favors by discounting anything does that make another way to say it so as far as the massachusetts one like i said i just got done having like a really long conversation about massachusetts law in general it really wasn't about specific happenings it might have come up toby may have talked about you know the changing of or the potential changes because we had this conversation last week <laughs> whatever happened recently hadn't happened yet but still we were really talking about the status of massachusetts law not so much the current massachusetts law recent events or anything so um that's one of those things you know every second matters we've talked about doing that i just haven't had the ability to spend time on it this year one of my goals for this year was to change every second matters into a bulletin board type of system uh like the hate jackass system and attempt to get some people because there's no way i can maintain that i can build it potentially or at least get it started but um maintaining it is insane that would take many many people so i attempted to try to get some people started it's very difficult you know when you don't have anything except goodwill and and you know the satisfaction of a job well done it's tough to get people to be able to coordinate to be able to be ambitious and able on cue if you have a specific task and a, something it's a little easier but still difficult and we never had a specific anything so we never even got past the theoretical let's get this thing to the next level but in lieu of that um i don't want to say anybody's got any more or more important or more urgent or more valid even i mean i don't know i guess you know like i say there's got to be some ways to determine and it'll also matter who's who's making the determination if a court case is about washington state everybody in washington state certainly cares about that no matter what the rest of the country thinks about its priority or its urgency or whatever so that's something else you know is that something that's going to change no is it something that we've always had yeah is it something that is something that can be dealt with yeah of course i mean if amazon can figure out how to send things and save gas then why can't we figure out how to each what's the word if make our time spent on two-way as efficient as possible if we can you know everybody throws five bucks into a pile so that $5,000 worth of stuff can get done why can't we do that with an hour and everybody throws an hour into a project and now that project had 5,000 hours of accomplishment so there's ways to uh, uh, to deal with some of the stuff I'm blabbing about I guess all right so I have to remember that Woods won and I'll have to write that somewhere so that I remember I'm writing on a little card. And again, then I have to remember what to give him. Somebody has any idea or any ideas of what to give Woods, let me know. Is the uh, super chat random winner? And this is 10 7. 
So again, thanks to the people that support what we're doing with the uh, subscriptions over on Patreon or other ways that people throw a couple of bucks at us each month. It is appreciated. It's the only way we're able to spend our time on stuff like this. And then uh, to the people at Super Chat, our videos, uh, we don't get a ton of them, and it, they are definitely appreciated. Again, when those uh, checks come in each month, they go straight to bills, and that gives us time to, to pay attention to this stuff instead of the more boring stuff that would be out there. All right, with that, I guess we're about wrapping it up. If anybody else had any other questions, you had your opportunity to say them. Uh, oh, wait. Nope, this is just my problem talking about his truck. I don't think that's a question, and I think that's it. So, again, thanks, everybody, for showing up, watching, and listening. If you're out there in the future listening to this thing uh, through your ears or eyeballs, feel free to leave us some comments wherever it is you pick this stuff up. Uh, I think we missed last week because of AMCON and gun rights policy. I didn't post everything. So this week, uh, when I'm listening to the Sunday stuff more than likely, maybe the Saturday stuff, I will, oh, there's a overnight this week. So maybe I will. Uh, sometimes during the overnight, I'll, I'm able to, uh, it takes a couple hours, so it depends on how long the show is. But I'm able to uh, pull all the podcasts down, shove them all back up into the podcast system, and then start associating them all out to the different places they need to go. It, it's not super difficult. It's actually super easy, but it takes time. It just takes a bunch of clicky, click, 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 click. Wait, 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 click, wait, click, wait, click, a bunch of that kind of crap. So, uh, again, I'll be doing that. And if you're out there listening on one of those, then give us some feedback because that lets us know where it's worth putting them out there and where it ain't. And you're not hearing this, but if all of a sudden you quit hearing what we're talking about, right? So the people that have already quit hearing this didn't hear that. But if you're hearing this and in the, sometime in the future, you go to look for the podcast and ain't there no more, might be because nobody said hey we're listening over here that's all i'm looking for just let me know you're there or if you got some kind of constructive advice criticism or something to some insight something to add to the show certainly interested in that that's why those common things are out there so again thanks to the people that like listen subscribe and whatever it's called use the bell to be alerted Thanks to the people that throw us a cup of coffee or some people even throw us lunch each month. That is what makes it possible for us to do this. And people that buy stuff over at our store. I don't think anybody bought anything this week. Let me go double check real quick. But uh, is Maggie saying he listens here? I think most people listen in live end up listening to YouTube. But like I say, I'm kind of, what's the word, sending that out to the future for people that might be out there listening. Oh, we did get some orders from the store. Thank you for that. And wait a minute. Oh, yeah. I think uh, we'll definitely be hooking that person up with extra free patches and stuff. All right. Well, thanks again, everybody who's watching and listening. And we'll be back to pick you up later. Tonight's episode, That Was No Lady. GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. I feel like I'm forgetting something. I feel like I wanted to do something more in this show, and I can't remember what it is.
Well, I think I started this show with recommended, or at least at the beginning of the show, I recommended, let's say you got a puppy walking around. It could be a kitten, I guess. But let's say you got a puppy walking around, or maybe it's your wife or your significant other. Grab them, hug them, and appreciate them. Thank you for supporting our projects. If you'd like to buy us a cup of coffee, check out our Patreon channel. The guys and gals at gunwebsites.com encourage you to take a CCW class every year, practice at least once a month, and carry every day. Thank you for watching gunwebsites.com. Do, 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 do.